0: You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic.
1: What's going on? Man, I, well, I'm excited to be doing this. But yeah. at the same time, I believe like my only purpose in life was to remodel this house. <laughs> you know? like yeah. I feel like the end of my life will come when it's over. Man. You know, like it's taking forever. I don't, I don't have feel to worry like I'm about getting it. it done, man.
2: You may not have to worry about it.
1: I know. If everything keeps happening the way that it is. Over in Israel, yeah. Prayers crazy. for them. That's so scary. It Well, I mean, according to the Bible,
3: Yep. yep. I
1: mean, we're living right up to it revelations
2: for a reason, folks.
1: You know, that one line that, uh, if you don't have a sword, sell what you have to get one. Yeah. Like that, it's happening right now. The great Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Because I was told if the United States gets involved, so will Russia.
2: Well, everybody will get involved if, if the U.S. Yeah. But it's kind of odd because it's got to the point now where, you uh, know, I think all these other uh, countries are like, oh, you know, uh, the United States are so big. And then you have all all the people across the country. We spend too much money on military. We spend too much. And our numbers have dwindled now for uh, consecutive years. And we're still spending the same amount on, like, yeah, new technology, there's no telling how much they spend on R&D. But I just wonder if we're as powerful as we should be if Russia and, and China team up together. Yeah. Yeah, China's got all the technology. Russia's got um, all those little troll farms. They can be mean to anybody. <laughs> well,
1: here's my, here's my thoughts on it. And you may disagree, but this is a statement that I want to say. You know, in the last few years, America is portrayed as uh, we don't know our genders, we're weak, uh, we don't have a backbone. But I'm going to tell you right now, folks, you come to these small towns and there is people that we will stand up, we will fight, and we're ready to die on our soil. Yeah, because well, I agree with that 100% you know the media alone is I feel like is one of our worst traits as America our media
2: oh yeah well I mean it's bought and paid for yeah that's it don't matter what side you're on it's bought and paid for I mean you can't believe nothing Mm mm-mm not a thing
1: but I tell you what from what I have heard about them you know cutting babies' necks and raping women over there I mean it's 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 awful. And then our border, they're just letting them walk right in. I
2: mean, i don't really I even mean, care about the border Well, at this here's point. the
1: thing, though. Here's why you should. Because it's not just the illegal Mexicans coming through. Oh, it's, it's people from people, other countries. Yeah. yeah. And supposedly from the two articles that I've seen, you know, there's people that are coming in with designati- or destinations mm-hmm. waiting to be activated to do an attack. Well, and they're saying stay out of the big cities unless you have to go. If you do, know mm, an exit plan. Don't right. walk around with Bluetooth in your ear. Yeah. Pay attention, right. you know? Right. But anyways, I, I don't want us to go into a political rant. <laughs> yeah. But my prayers are with them, and I feel like if you don't know God, you need to now.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, that's always important, but I think it's especially getting to the part where, you know, we have to be ready to meet our maker because we don't know no when the day's going to come. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we got to be aware of our surroundings.
2: You go 100%. You know, because a lot of
1: people are not. You'd be surprised.
2: Oh, oh yeah, I know. I mean, I'm well
1: aware. <laughs> except just get in a car and try to drive down the road. You'll yeah. see how many people are not paying attention.
2: Mm, I deliver I mail mean, for a living. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, there was that one
1: time that I was looking at uh, vinyl siding. But we yeah, did not hit Lord. anybody.
2: That was so close.
1: But we didn't hit nobody. You,
2: all I know is you got more faith in your brakes than I have in a lot of things.
1: Well, my truck automatically stops.
2: But you weren't in any truck. No, man. we wasn't, was we? No, was no, no, a no, car no, no, With yeah. no rear view mirror. That's correct.
1: Or no, it's a passenger. Passenger, side yeah.
2: mirror, side mirror, yeah. But Which still. is
1: worse than not having a rear view mirror.
2: Basically, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> by the time I got done, I was like, I think I'm going to have to go see a car practice.
2: If, well, at first I thought, I thought, man, he's really checking that wind. Yeah. <laughs> that mirror over there. Look. Oh, that mirror's not there. <laughs> he's looking at something. But, you know,
1: I, I try to, I try to. Say Kevin, step out of your head, or Ryan. Yeah, Yeah, uh, folks, it's Kevin Ryan. That's my middle name. But anyways, I try to say, step out of my own head. You could have a worse situation than you do. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I feel like writing to like Habitat for Humanity Mm -hmm. and seeing if they would come finish my house (laughs) because I'm gonna have a mental (laughs) breakdown over it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. So if anybody out there wants to come hang out. I mean, I have an awesome Bluetooth speaker, yeah. And there's only like a thousand things left to do.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Make a caravan out of it. Just yeah. everybody pile up and yeah. come on over. Let's just
1: do that. <laughs> you know. How was your week?
2: Uh, it's been busy, man. Today's the only day I've had an off, and
1: it doesn't feel like a day off. It does
2: doesn't. It? It. it doesn't. No, I was lazy early, but then I got really busy. I had a flat tire the other day as I was going into. To you know, run a route out of town. I changed it real quick, and I hadn't got it fixed till the day And <clears throat> it was a gigantic hole. Okay. <laughs> like it was a ju- it was a huge bolt, I guess, and it came loose, and that's what caused it to just empty the air so fast.
1: Where do you think you got it at?
2: Yeah. Uh, Ace Hardware. I mean, I don't know. Really? I don't know where okay. it came from. <laughs> I just—I didn't know maybe, I, I you mean, know. I mean, you got to think yeah. about where I drive. Like That's
1: like my house. I mean, it, you could easily get one here.
2: Man, I don't want to. Because I've been yeah. paying a bunch for tire stuff lately, and, and I'd just rather not. <clears throat> but uh, I did do something interesting uh, today. I killed a snake. Really? Well, I finished it off. I'm pretty sure I thought I killed it. But I don't know that it, was, it wasn't all me for sure. Uh, there was a uh you know, a county crew out yeah you know, mowing uh, okay. next to the road next to our our uh, yard yeah and a snake wandered over there it was going really slow when i seen it but it was still slithering so i chopped its head off then i noticed its belly had a big chunk out of it so i think they hit it with the uh, you know, oh. bush hog and i just finished he was suffering so i
1: So you felt manly for a second.
2: No. No, I was absolutely terrified. I hate snakes. Uh, I'm I'm mortified of snakes. I don't know why. That's the only thing. I can have a spider on my face and I'm fine.
1: Well, don't look over that way.
2: I'm good with him.
1: No. Jace has a snake now. He got a snake and a lizard. You can put these two in the same cage, actually. It's a little one. It's not... Are you all right?
2: I do not like snakes. What? Who wants a pet snake?
1: My son? That
2: says a lot about your parenting. I'm just telling you. I'm
1: joking, that. by the way. He <laughs> did want to get another lizard. I, yeah. You believed it. I did. I, did. I did. Yeah. I legit did. He wanted to get another lizard. Well, the first guy said, sure, but we need to know, is it a male or a female? Yeah. So you got to look under. There's like a little line. Find out what it is. Go back. And then they're like, no, it's not a good idea because that lizard has been in his spot too long. Yeah. So, anyways, what song of the week do we have?
2: Uh, It was just released uh, today, actually. Rich Man's Gold by Oliver Anthony. All right. I've not even heard it yet, but I just know it's new.
1: Crank it up.
4: and die You will not born to Just pay bills and die All you need is a dog, a shack A creek in the back And a, a good and warm And oh lord you don't need That rich man's gold Granddaddy grew up on dirt floors The whole county was dirt poor Mama died when he was four What a damn shame They grew to the back a hand and raised dogs Seven youngins and some old dogs I reckon they was living high. you won't born to just pay bills and die you won't born to just pay bills and die all you need is a dog a shack a creek in the back and a, a good and home and old horse don't need that rich man's gold
1: That's right. Very, very true song. You know, I have all those but one. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say on the air which one I don't have.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. I, what's the Do you have a creek? Uh, no, I don't have a creek. Yeah, I don't When either. it rains a lot, we have a little something that runs down the back. I see. <laughs> in the backyard, but okay. only when it comes to an absolute flood. I like it. Yeah, it's just like any of his other songs. He's got one sound. Yeah. And that's what he is. He's authentically that, and that's it that's that's his sound it's old-fashioned it's old-timey
1: he's got a very different voice he like does. you can't mimic it
2: uh i feel like i've heard somebody similar to him but i can't put a finger on who it is
1: it's almost like that sound from like the 1800s
2: it's an bit. older sound for yeah. sure
1: like it's you feel like you're on the organ trail
2: <laughs> yeah maybe yeah, maybe, at least in the Old West, you know, I, in the Old West in the cemetery.
1: Now, I like how uh, before his shows, he's starting to do like scripture. Yeah, he doesn't like, even you know
2: his name's starting. he done it by, from the beginning.
1: Yeah, well, well, I'm ever saying, since
2: he made the deal with God.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I appreciate him doing that. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: It's very uh, uh, commendable and yeah. it's very respectful. It, he recognizes, he asked the Lord. He said, uh, I I want to do this for a living, and I want to reach as many people as I can. He said, and the only way I want to do it, I'm going to let everything else go. I'm going to let all this alcohol, all these you know, trouble that I'm you know, getting myself into, I'm going to let it all go, I'm doing it all for you, Lord. I'm doing it all for you, if you'll just help me, and 30 days later. Hmm. Richmond North of Richmond goes absolutely bonkers viral.
1: Wow. It's
2: just a great story.
1: It really is. It's oh, impressive, good. you know?
2: For sure. 100%. But uh Yeah. So uh we're going to I guess yeah, today it was my turn to come up with the subject, so yeah, I guess we're going to do the Charles Wesley Godwin.
1: Let me put my guitar up.
2: Album Review, yeah, it's still playing for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, so.
1: Well, and we never did talk about the pilgrimage.
2: Yeah.
1: You wrote the review. I did write the review. Which was outstanding.
2: Thank you, appreciate it. You know. If y'all have not uh read it, it's on our blog spot.
1: Yes, and we have a few reviews there that you could actually go yeah. check out. You know, we posted, uh, Bradley's was the first that we did. And then uh, I did Parker, which Parker shared it on his Twitter account, which is awesome. Mm. Well, X, you know, that's what right. you call it. It's
2: weird, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> it's got like a weird emblem. I feel like I'm doing something wrong <laughs> when I got that out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then yours. And right. of course, Zach Bryan announced that he is going to be um, yeah, in he's got that other, Nashville. Yeah. So, which is really cool. But I'm not gonna pay. Tax. Is it in Nashville? He did announce Titan Stadium or Nissan Stadium. Yeah, yeah. It's I know he's doing that. He's doing Knoxville two nights back to back.
2: Is that the uh, what's? It's that yeah new tour he just announced. Is that yes. what that
1: is? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah.
2: If he said he's I didn't like know if they it said announced he was it going.
1: yesterday. That's how new it is. Cool. Yeah.
2: But right. so the pilgrimage. I mean, I. Man, I enjoyed it. Like, I would never been to a festival, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what to expect, really, you know. I just know it's, it's completely different as a regular concert.
1: Let me ask you this. Did Zach Bryan sound like the record? Yeah. Good.
2: 100%. That is awesome. He sounded great, man.
1: That's good. Was there a lot of energetics with him?
2: Uh, yeah, he had a lot of energy. He, uh, I mean, trying to think.
1: Let me ask you this. If you took Zach Bryan and released him 10 years ago, do you think that he would be as big as he is now?
2: No, I don't. He's a product of, uh, you know, everything going on right now. He's a product of that. He has thrived on that environment. You know, uh, and it's kind of yeah you know, made him into what he is. Now, I'll get back to Zach Bryan, but I wanted to talk about the head and the heart. The head and the heart, they are a band. I don't know if you're very familiar with it at I, all. I've, I've loved the head and the heart for years, man. They have some. They they probably have two handfuls of songs that are just absolutely amazing, like. Yeah, feel-good music.
1: Have have I heard them on the radio by chance? you have heard them on commercials. Oh, really? Yeah,
2: they've been on commercials. There's a a song, Rivers and Roads. It's probably my favorite. Rivers and roads, rivers and roads. Rivers till I reach you. It's it's a great, it's a love song. Uh, See, I don't know why you gotta do all that. That's not even very (laughs) nice. I was just seeing if you'd heard it from that. That's been on a commercial. Okay. You're a jerk, but... (laughs) That's been on a commercial.
1: That's for all them short jokes.
2: Uh, well. Hmm. Uh, okay.
1: Uh, I mean, are they good? Do they have enough material to where we could do an episode of them?
2: Oh, they for sure have that. You want to do one? They Yeah, we can. We okay. can. But I mean, they're not really country.
1: But now, according to your review, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. you felt like they were in the wrong environment. It shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I've been selling my soul.
1: What in the world? Oh, Your phone is just Overtime went Howard. Oliver Anthony crazy. <laughs> anyway, I
2: was on his little page, I guess. Yeah. That's why I did it. But... You
1: might want to exit out of that. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't think we'll need it anymore.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> I appreciate it, Daddy.
1: Thank you. <laughs> so, Whoa. somebody calling the studio line? Yeah. Hello? Can you hear us? You there? All right. Can well, you hear us? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. What's going on, man? How are y'all, man? Doing mm. good. How about you? I'm doing great. Good deal. G- give us just one second here. I got to figure out what. Ain't no Let me say here.
2: Hmm. Is Ladies and gentlemen, way? this is Bradley Gask. Hey y'all. <laughs> Let's see. We were just talking about you a little bit ago. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the uh, review I did on your uh, on your showcase.
3: Oh, man, I thought it was fantastic. I think y'all did a, a fantastic job, man. I think y'all nailed
2: it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I like to pride myself on my you know, riding ability. <laughs> well, it, for me, uh, and I think it's every Songwriter, every artist, you,
3: yeah, you play for, you know, for people to give you their interpretation of of what they heard, and for for us, you know, as singers and songwriters, it's cool because there was a day that nobody even heard what you had to say or sing or write, and it's just really cool to get a a reaction, you know, and and I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, that is awesome, and congratulations on five 500- hundred thousand streams that is impressive i'm
3: i'm, I'm excited man I, I i was blown away uh, the other day my record company guys jack cole uh that you met at the showcase he's he, he texts me and he said hey man um uh, you went over 500 something thousand today on 38 blonde and i was like huh <laughs> i was like huh?
2: uh-huh.
3: and i was just so excited because um, if that song has has done that, I can only imagine um, what the reaction will be from those songs that you guys heard.
2: Right, I'm excited for that.
3: Yes. I am too, brother. I am too. <laughs> and, and, you know, we hate to I put mean, you I, on. I, I may be a little partial uh, because I know the guy singing the song, but it's just there's something cool in that uh, that you guys got to hear that a lot of people haven't heard yet. And I just, I feel like that this is the best music I've recorded.
1: That is all. And now, hate to put you on the spot, but do we have any type of a release date yet?
3: (laughs) I just know we have one
1: coming. All right. Well, we are (laughs) chomping at the bit. So am I. No, so am I. You I
2: sound do. like my wife. I ask her for a for a date where I can get something in particular, and she, <laughs> it's just it's coming now. You just got to keep being yeah, good. It's
3: coming, I, it's coming man. <laughs> I, I, I just know it's, it's going to be it's going to be sooner than later. Um, and I'm I'm really excited about this whole thing, and and um, actually we we are going to start recording a couple more songs before the end of the year.
5: Okay. been
3: kind of I've been kind of listening to some really cool songs um, going back through some old songs some of those songs you heard at the showcase y'all ain't gonna believe this are 12 years old
1: wow
2: I remember you talking about that after the showcase yeah yeah
3: like um, you you heard some of those some of those uh, mid-tempo songs like Cry Me a River and My Side of Town I I wrote those 12 years ago with Terry McBride wow uh, from McBride and the Ride
1: wow yeah, so, and Bryce so.
3: Long. I, I don't know if y'all know, are familiar with Bryce Long, but Bryce wrote "Anything Goes" for Randy Houser.
1: Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he
3: wrote nothing on but the radio for Gary Allen. I mean, he's he's great. And I started writing with those guys years ago, and we originally tracked that my side of town for my original record under my first you know record company, and it never came out. And uh here it is, you know, 2023 and i've retracted them under <laughs> underneath the brand new record
1: Cause, wow. you
3: know it's just you just never know about songs and and since i saw you guys last talking about the 12 year club uh i just had a song recorded by a new artist um, fairly new i wrote a song um with this guy named tony mullins is he's one of the hitmen mm-hmm. of music row hit songwriters and And uh, I wrote with him 12 years ago, and we got a call a couple weeks ago that somebody tracked our song and recorded it for their new record, and it's that old. So, I mean, it's like, you
2: know. That's cool.
3: You you just never know where a song's going to find its place, man.
2: It's like a child that you forgot you yeah, you know, sowed that seed so long ago. <laughs> yeah. You, like you didn't call the girl back, and it's just all of a sudden now, here it is, he's walking. <laughs> yeah,
3: and, and the thing is, when you're a songwriter, man, you you have those songs some days that really kind of, um, I would say, you, you just kind of know there's something cool, and then sometimes you write them, and you don't really, I mean, it doesn't hit you as hard, but it hits somebody else.
2: Right. Right.
3: You know, and that that's what's so fun for me to write songs and to create is because everybody's different. Everybody hears something different. Everybody, you know, I'm a ballad guy. I love ballads. Mm-hmm. Uh, when somebody comes to hear me, you know, perform, uh, probably if you ask 10 people, I guarantee you eight or nine of them is going to be around my age, and they love those ballad-type songs. But... You got this other crowd on bad day to be a beer, right? You know that's one of the songs that you heard at the showcase. And, yep. And I'm telling you, man, um, when I hear that, I, I'm just, I'm blown away that I was a part of that.
1: That is awesome.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's you could hear it at the showcase, like it connected with you in a special way, man.
3: And I, we wrote that song. I was building my house, and way before we ever even you know, even moved in, um, uh, we started building our house right before COVID hit. And so I was really behind. I couldn't get materials here, and I had my my builder who got COVID and was sick. And so I wound up. Of course, I, I'm I'm from the background of uh drywall and painting and a little bit of carpentry so i started laying hardwood and actually me and my buddy jason cameron who, who you met that night at the showcase playing mm-hmm. with me in that showcase the big bearded guy yeah uh, me and him was actually laying hardwood here uh talking about that song when when we you know finally put it all together
2: yeah, so we're doing and tomorrow the- night
3: Whatever.
2: I mean, Kevin needs some drywall. Yeah, help. I, <laughs> he needs help mudding. Yeah, I The president of my record company called me a couple of weeks
1: ago and he was like, hey, man. He said, uh, I got some drywall. I said, yeah. hey, I can do it. I can yeah. do it. I, it's like riding a bicycle, man. I can, I can do it. But, but it's so. like one of those things as soon as you tell people, they're like, oh, yeah. So oh, now yeah. they have a connection, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Right. Maybe maybe at some point behind the tour bus, I can just put a little utility trailer. There you go. Yeah, you know,
2: do, do side you jobs the with your kids. You, know, you, you
3: know, and I can come up with something like Sheet Happens or something. That's there right. There you go. That's a country song in the making.
1: It is. So now, do you have any uh, show dates coming up?
3: We've got, uh, today when we talked, there was a couple things that they're lining up. Um, we, we're not 100% sure about some stuff uh, but as soon as I know everything we're going to post it to all of our social media uh, platforms and I'm going to reach out to you guys too and let y'all know
1: awesome awesome. yeah, Sweet.
3: Man. yeah and I promise you I, I promise you and I told Jack Cole this, I told him this other day I said as soon as we know what we're doing with this first single I got to tell my bros first that is awesome so I promise you I'm gonna let you guys know first.
1: Wow, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, that Thank is that you. is very cool. Very cool. I
3: promise you that. I promise you. And we got to get us a day where we're gonna hang out too.
2: That's exactly. Yes,
1: right. yes. That's I, what I mean. feel like. That day is going to be. I, I feel
3: like we could probably answer a lot of the world's problems.
2: I think yes. you're right. I think you're right about that. Absolutely. We right.
3: <laughs> won't be nothing but
5: redneck goodness,
1: man. I promise. Yeah,
2: <laughs> from Florida, Kin- <laughs> yeah, to Kentucky. There's going to be a lot of redneck goodness in there. I yeah,
3: promise you, I promise <laughs> you, man. So now so we. I was a little late on sending you when I talked about sending you when I call your name, and and I was going mm-hmm. through some videos, and I thought, man, I need to send him my version of that. And yeah. I, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, very much so.
2: Yes, actually, after this conversation, I'll play it on here.
3: Yes, Sweet, if
2: that's okay. Sweet. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: So now that's one of my favorite songs, man. Well,
2: you did it justice. It's it's a beautiful song, but you you sounded amazing on it. I mean, it well, it I, wasn't up for question. I mean, I'm sure everybody knows how, how how good of a singer you are. That's not that's not a part of it. You know, that's a guaranteed. It's just like I said in my review. Like, <clears throat> I knew going in, you were going to sound good. I judge, you know, music on emotion. And when you put that kind of emotion into your, you know, performance, man, it's breathtaking. It'll give you it cold really chills. Is. And that's what I connect with when it comes to music. You know, I love that emotion. I and appreciate that, man. Yeah.
3: I, I just, I, you know, and, and it's crazy for me. It's like I've done have done a million things. Uh, in my lifetime and I, I felt like and I still don't know that I I fit into this but like I've done everything as far as a job and and just, just doing my thing you know we all have different avenues that we I've
2: can be good that at too. but yeah. like when I was hanging
3: drywall and working with my dad I just felt like man I'm supposed to do something else you know, even when I was a young kid and, and I never wanted somebody to, to to listen to me and walk away and go, man, I just didn't believe that guy. And so what I really when I'm on stage, like I, I kind of go blank, man, it's like I'm not saying I, I'll never say I know what I'm doing. But I'm telling you this, I'm having fun while I'm doing it. And I feel like that's where I'm supposed to be, uh, whether it's on a low level or. Or a big le- it don't matter. As long as I can do music and be on stage and sing something, that's when I feel like I'm I'm happy with myself. Mate.
1: That right. that's all awesome. and you know, a drive like that, I feel like only like God can put mm. into you. Like you can't teach a person to have those type of feelings. No. You know No,
3: and the thing is, I would love to play guitar like Keith Urban and Brad Paisley. Um That'll never happen, man. I have tried and tried. I just yeah. can't do it. Whatever. Same here. You know, what, I think everybody's got a special thing, but I say this about my dad. My dad's 70 years old, and on any given day, he'll still go put up some drywall. And I think my dad's the best there is. And, like, he's he, when you see him, you're going to go, hey, that guy was made for drywall. So whatever we have in life, God gives us all kinds of talents. I couldn't do what you guys do. It it takes all of us to make the world go around. That's that's what's really cool.
2: Yep. Yeah. You're right about that. I mean we you know, even I'm, need people was, to work at McDonald's.
3: I was a custodian, man, at an elementary school like I told you guys for yeah, five years. Yeah, I, was, I, remember. I was the best damn floor
5: sweeper you ever seen. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I used to sell the chemicals that you would use for that, yeah, you know, floor sweeper. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and I hated every minute of it. <laughs>
3: you know, I just I, I don't know. I think everybody's got their thing, man, but I feel like I'm I'm my happiest when I am performing. Man, because I, I'm kind of a shy, timid guy. Um, I don't really talk a whole lot, but when I'm up on stage, I just I feel like I'm I'm supposed to to do that. Whether that's on a Sunday morning or uh, singing it, you know, just to hang out around a campfire or up on a stage somewhere or singing at an opera show, I just I always want to. That's that's where I just feel my my the greatest, you know.
2: And me. you can tell when you're, you know, watching. You oh, I have fun,
3: man. If you could bottle and sell what I'm
2: feeling, brother, <laughs> it'd be
1: awesome.
2: Yes. Yeah, I'll take a couple of those. <laughs> if <right>. you <laughs> figure out how to do it, <laughs> give me a couple. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want to know the story about Vince Gill. Okay.
3: Well, here's the thing, man. I was, uh, I can't remember how many opera shows I would already got to play and I, I couldn't believe that they actually let me play there at all, but uh, I had been there a couple times and and um, I was backstage and I was going to do the sound check uh, go out and sing and we all got two songs that night and um, Randy Travis was actually supposed to headline the show that night and so I went out and I was going to do um, Mr. Bartender and then I was going to do When I Call Your Name and I was only going to do When I Call Your Name with just me and a guitar and um, I kind of wanted to change it up because I've been singing "Don't Close Your Eyes" there with just me and a guitar, mm. and um, I, I went out during sound check, went through the song a little bit, told my my manager at the time, I said, "Hey, I said I'm I feel good. I don't have to run through the whole thing. I said I, I, I'm fine with it." And we went backstage, and and I probably an hour rolled around, and and um, the stage lady that that run the stage, she was a stage manager, and. Um, her name, uh, Jimmy Capps, uh, was a musician at the opera years ago, and it was his wife. And she come up to me and she said, Bradley, she said, we've had a slight change of plans tonight. She said, Randy Travis, is, he's not able to make it tonight, and we've had to fill his spot. And the last thing, <laughs> the last person on my mind was, was going to be Vince Gill. But she wow. said, now, Vince Gill is coming to Stand in for him tonight, and headline, and I said, "Okay, well I'm changing." Set. Right. <laughs> I'm like, that's no. Like, when I heard Vince Gill, my next thought was, I ain't singing that song. I ain't gonna sing any Vince Gill song.
2: Right. It kind of makes it difficult and, uh, to do that.
3: He said, "I don't want you to change your song set list tonight." She said, "I know you have a Vince Gill song," and I said, "I'm I'm not gonna." I said, "I said I'm not." going to sing a Vince Gill song. I said, I wonder if he was going to sing it. And I said, I'd feel so stupid to go out there and sing a song. I said, I ain't done it. He's here. He's in the house. I ain't going to do it. And uh, she said, you wouldn't sing that song? I said, I'm not going to do it. She said, well, I already asked him. And he said it was okay.
5: Wow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I about fell through the floor. Like, I, I don't know what happened. Uh, I said, are you kidding me? And she said, she said, I, I asked him, and she said that Vince told me that that would be a memory that he would love to relive again because that was his first song that really hit it for him. And he said that he would love to have you perform it tonight. So here I go out and I sing Mr. Bartender and then the band quits playing and and uh, I start playing When I Call Your Name. And I understand I was nervous anyway because it's a grand old opera.
5: Right. Right.
3: Uh, it's 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 a it's, it's one of the coolest thing. It's the coolest place, one of the coolest places I've ever been in my whole life. I don't care if you're performing there. I don't care if you're standing on the front step. Uh, I, I don't care where you're at. It's one of the coolest places, man. I don't care if you're at the Opry House or at the Ryman. I don't care. It's just a cool thing. And I went out there to perform that. And while I was performing, Vince Hill came out on stage and put a, a stool that was behind the podium. He pulled it out there and sat behind me while I performed it. Wow. And and when I got done playing it, I was so nervous that I, I, I just walked by Vince, and all I remember is that he stuck his hand out, shook my hand. He was in tears, and he said, thank you for that memory. He said, sometimes I lose sight of that memory. And he said, you brought it back to me tonight, because that's the song that really people took me serious about. And I was able to do that and bring that memory to him, and he stared a hole through my back. I promise. Right. I could tell he was there, and that was one of the coolest um, Opry moments that that I had had. Um, just to be able to perform a song uh, for a for an icon like Vince Gill, for a hero that I grew up listening to when I was a young boy. Uh, I remember the very first time I heard Vince. Uh, sing that song there was something about his believability something about his delivery something about his songs that was unlike anything else yeah. and it was believable and whatever that guy was doing I was wanting to do my daggone best to have people believe me the same way and right. you know be able to stand on that stage and, and have him to you know come up there and and be a part of that and sit there while I did that and was so gracious to me when it was over that's just one of those Opry moments. That's a music memory I'll have forever, man.
1: Right. Like, you know, it, it's going to be hard to top a memory like that. You know, I mean, that is just, wow. I mean, Vince Gill, when you think about country music, he is basically one of the most powerful. Oh,
3: yeah. You know, I agree. Wow. You know, back in the day, like the late 80s, early 90s, remember when Opryland was a big thing?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay,
3: so years ago, I was on a church trip, my Sunday school class. Uh, the church I went to at the time, we went up for like a, a youth retreat, like, you know, for, for like two days. where so We spent the night and we went to the, the um, uh, Opryland and rode all the rides and everything like that. And they had a concert stage, if y'all remember. They mm-hmm. had a concert stage and they do concerts there. And Reba McIntyre was doing a, a headline show and I saw Vince Gill open for her that day.
5: Wow. And I, wow. that's
3: the very first time I heard Vince sing some of those songs yeah. and in that he sang when I call your name. And it was so crazy. As here I am years later two worlds apart on the same stage at the same time. That that was a that's a it's hard to put into words that moment, you know. Yeah truly full circle
2: yeah and that's something yeah, he'll wow. cherish and you'll cherish that forever that's I a mean, beautiful yeah, story
3: it, you know and Vince has probably forgot it I mean I met him briefly and I, I was around him a couple more times yeah. over the years but he and he may forget those things he's got so many things like that I mean right you know but for me um he'll never know what that was like for me to have him come out there and and you know, make me as nervous as can be, but he also pushed me to, it
2: also pushed me to want to do my very best. Oh yeah. And I've, I've been saying this for years, but that's why you always, always, always have to remember leg day you got to do them squats because, I mean, he had to have something nice to look
5: at while he was watching you.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. I thought my buddies was like, how did it feel
3: with him behind you? And I said, I felt like he was staring through my back. Yeah, like I... I felt like, you know. But it was a cool thing for me because um, I, I didn't get nervous, but it was like <laughs> – he pushed me to, to, to want to do my very best. And when I got done, you know, he shook my hand and hugged my neck and told me how cool that that memory was for him. And I just thought, man, how cool would it have been to hurt him do it for the first time, you
2: know? Yeah. And I wonder
3: who was standing there back then, you know? And I just, I thought it was a cool thing, man. And I've been fortunate in my life. I just, you know, I thought about that story today and I was like, man, I want to tell those guys that story. And, And to some folks, it may not be a big thing. But for me, to know that I'm, (laughs) you know, just started out just, you know, I was singing in church and and loving country music. And one granddad was a Baptist preacher and one granddad was a whiskey drinker. And, you know, between Amazing Grace and, and he stopped loving her today, man, I just love music and I love what it could do. And then to be a part of something like that, man, I've, I've been blessed to have a lot of memories over the years.
1: Well, and a, at a venue like that, too. I mean, oh, yeah, it,
3: it don't yeah. get any better,
1: you know? <laughs> oh, that yeah. is awesome. I mean, the,
3: the very first time I performed at, at the Opry was uh, actually it was, I, I played there in uh, 2010, October the 7th. Um, I went to play the Ryman Auditorium, and I didn't have a record deal signed yet. Um, they had asked me to, Pete Fisher and Steve Buchanan, the guys that run the Opry, I was playing for a couple record companies. And they asked me, um, one of the ladies that was working for me at the label before they ever signed me, she called Pete Fisher and and asked, say, "How, how hard could it be for an artist to perform at the Opry? And they said, well, we'd love to hear him. So I spent the night that night went over the next afternoon and sang in Hank Williams' old dressing room. And when I got done singing Bartender and Don't Close Your Eyes, uh, Steve Buchanan and Pete Fisher said, Bradley, we're going to do something we ain't done in a long time. We're going to give you a date to play the opera. And I said, I ain't got a record deal. (laughs) He said, we don't. And I wound up signing a deal, but he actually gave me a date before I ever signed a record deal. And I went out and performed on an Opry Country Classics night, just me and my guitar. I did not play with the Opry band that night. I played Tennessee Whiskey first, and then I played, no, I played Don't Close Your Eyes first, just me and a guitar. And then I played Tennessee Whiskey. Um, And that's what kind of started it for me. That's
2: amazing. It's an amazing and story. And everybody was
3: like, Bradley, why would you sing without why would you sing without the band, Opry band? Well, I was backstage and they said, Hey, do you play by yourself a lot? And I said, Yeah, I sing at church and stuff. I said, I don't never play with anybody. And they said, Well, right. we feel like you're comfortable enough to go out there and do that. And so I, I felt like that was my comfort zone. I was, you know, I, I, I felt comfortable enough to go out and do that. And ever since that time I just it, that's what started it for me, man.
2: That's awesome.
3: That's very cool.
2: That's a uh, that's an amazing story.
3: Um, I I'll, I'll never forget those those memories. And and man, I could sit and talk to you guys forever and tell y'all about all these cool stories. And yeah. I hope at some point that I get to tell a lot of stories that I've that I've had over the years because I I have those moments where they come back to me just like today. Right. I thought about that being a story today that i might not think about all the time but there's right. a certain song that i hear or somebody asks me a question and it'll bring up something and i'll yeah. go oh i can't believe that happened to me." it's
2: in the ether now <laughs> and it's, weird, hey, it's it's it's
3: crazy but i just um for what it's worth man rather rather i get to go on and do a lot of things or i don't or it you know it, it doesn't go any further than where it's where it's at now i can always say i I've got those memories, and and matter of fact, I'm sitting here talking to you, looking across my living room, and I'm looking at the very picture of me standing on the Ryman Auditorium stage, <laughs> signing my first autograph. Somebody took a picture and sent me this, wow. and I'm sitting, I'm looking at that, and I didn't even realize it was sitting there. So while I'm talking to you, I'm looking at that moment
1: right That's now. That's awesome, isn't that something? Yeah. yeah
3: i'm telling you when god gets
1: behind something it just all falls together
3: you know well man i you know i just i don't know for why in the world but i for whatever reason i'm glad he lets me have a little pieces of whatever he sent my way i'm I'm thankful for it yeah amen that's awesome well hey man uh
2: i don't yeah i mean to rush you off but you know, here we're we're gonna have a day. Yes that we're gonna spend. We're and gonna we, sit around. Yeah, and, we're and bring play. bring, so, bring <laughs> a
1: guitar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, bring your you
2: know, guitar. I don't want you to I'm bring. Bringing the honky
5: talk
3: militia. All right, there you go. go. There you all go.
2: Right. <laughs> I'm I'm looking so much forward to that. It's gonna be yeah. so much fun.
3: Yeah, for sure. I promise you, man. We're gonna do it. But no, I, I can't thank y'all enough, Ryan Jordan. I, I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate all the support that y'all have shown me. Uh, I appreciate all the great write-ups and and you know I know there's a lot of artists that, that you guys cover and, and talk about and a lot way more important than I am and for whatever reason y'all chose to to talk to me and come to my shows and 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 be so gracious to me I, I I'm forever grateful man.
1: Hey. We're grateful we follow, for your friendship too. We are. Yeah.
2: 100%. And you know we appreciate you know the talent we appreciate the talent and you are extremely i mean i don't i don't know that i've ever talked to a more humble more sincere appreciative artist yeah than you uh,
3: to me that 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 means a lot to me man
2: Yeah. yeah well
3: I had an old man tell me one time, and crazy enough, this this old man, I used to sing a cappella at church. I didn't start playing guitar until I was 20, almost 21, so I sang a cappella from, my mom said I started singing about three or four years old, but by the time I was nine or ten, I was singing at church on Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, Sunday nights, um, I was singing at revivals, and and Sunday morning services at different churches and my mom and dad would drive me around and sometimes I'd do three of those a week and sing at different revivals and I sang acapella wow. and uh, there was an old man come up to me one time and this old man strange uh, strangely enough his name was George Washington how crazy <laughs> is that and, I'll never see, and that's why I can't forget the man's name right. because it was just so iconic of the yeah. name but he come up to me one day when I got done singing and he said bradley son he said do you think you can sing and i said no sir he said good answer he said always keep that mindset yeah
2: yeah he's right
3: and i you know when and, and and i thought about you know as a kid i just felt like hey you know and i think that's i i don't i for whatever reason this ain't something that i just woke up doing for whatever reason god decided to go hey you can do this and I'm thank I'm thankful for that, man. And I just I, I hope I can share it with the world man.
2: Yeah. Well, we're gonna help you do that. So
3: uh yep. <laughs> and I believe you guys will. I promise you, man. But uh no, I, I appreciate y'all and and I look forward to, to doing this again, and I especially look forward uh us hanging out and getting some redneck time in. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, oh, for sure. Hey man, we appreciate uh, you. All right, man, uh, yeah. I keep us updated, all right.
3: Great, I, I promise you guys, as soon as I got a date. I don't care if it's 2 a.m. in the morning. Yes. sending y'all texts. Yes. My wife we'll do that. would probably be pissed, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: come sleep at my house. Nah, man. All right. All right. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, guys. And I will talk to y'all soon.
3: All right, all right brother. Take care. Thanks, man. Appreciate Say it. It, y'all. Yeah. See
1: you. Ya. That is cool. <laughs> That was awesome. I mean, that's one of our, like, epic events. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. You know? That's never happened before. to have a, yeah, to call a show Mm -hmm. and chime in, (laughs) man, that is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I cannot wait until we get to hang out in person because it takes all the stress of, like, making sure that the phone's connected, making sure that the internet's good, the power's stable, the dog's not barking. I mean, so (laughs) much goes in to just that, yeah. But once you're in the room together, you can really focus on the magic. Oh, that's and if anybody sure. had the magic, it's Mr. Bradley Gaskin.
5: Oh yeah, you know he's a
2: magic man. I'm telling <laughs> you what,
1: and and honestly, I'll say it one more time. Before we went in that night, you figured, oh, this mm. is gonna be decent. And then he just kicked your ass.
2: I knew he was going to sound good, because he's got a great voice. Yes. But I was not expecting that, to be I honest.
1: mean, it was insane. I
2: wasn't. I wasn't expecting it at all. I wish the people out there could know.
1: I cannot wait <laughs> because for him when, to go on tour <laughs> yeah. and release these songs, I'm telling you.
2: Because once they hear it, you know, they're going to know. Oh,
1: it's going to, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get what they're saying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> all right. Well. I'll follow your lead.
2: As I was going, as I was talking about. Yeah, Pilgrimage. Uh, so, you know, the Head and the Heart, they have, a like, a ton of songs like I was talking about. And yeah. You were making fun of me singing Rivers and Roads. But they are the you know, type of band that you want to see at a small venue. Not really. It don't have to be small. But it needs to be a venue where they're the only people playing. Okay. Because <laughs> the Black Crows were playing... On the other side, she dogs
5: the angels. Yeah, that it, song. Well, it
2: wasn't that song, oh. but that's the band. But I, I I think they were, uh, let's see, was it Jealous? They were singing it. was one of their songs they really, really get into. And so just there was jammed. multiple stages, there was only two stages. See, well, actually, I didn't know technically, that there were three. Two. Yeah, there was technically three, but the other one's really small and it's oh. more a cappella. I mean, it had a had a microphone but it wasn't it wasn't it was, you know for a little tent yeah that's where they had church service and stuff really yeah okay Cool. so um, there were uh, you know <clears throat> the gospel choirs sang there Sunday morning but there are two main stages and on the first night it was uh, the head and heart was on the main stage and then on the other on the other stage, it was uh, the Black Crows, which I love. The Black Crows, one of their you know, members is from Kentucky. I don't know if you knew that, but um, no, I want and I got to watch a little bit of their show. But the main show that I was going for that night was the Head and the Heart. Just to be honest,
4: yeah,
2: I've seen the Lumineers. I wanted to see them again for sure, but I, I've tried and tried and tried to go see the head and the heart and i've never been able to get tickets that i wanted to pay that amount of money yeah <laughs> and yeah, you know, they it, it's been years since they were in this area so,
1: so did your wife enjoy that night the first night
2: she did she did she loved the Lumineers show which i mean let's be honest you probably don't know a lot about the Lumineers.
1: No, but I did start listening to them just to see. Oh, and it's not bad. I mean, I didn't, I was kind of, I had a lot going on, so I didn't get to really focus. Right, but right. they're not bad. I mean, I could see their they're fan base. They're not bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, not in my it's taste. A different, it, yeah, yeah, it's a different type of. Yeah.
2: But I love it, man. Uh, it's It's the music you can really get into and sing, like, when you're, yeah, driving down the road or sitting at your house, just, you know, doing something you really get into it and sing it. Just chilling. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, which I've seen in, in Indianapolis a few years ago. And, I remember that's when we were working together at the time. We only worked together for a little while. Yeah. But, I remember, uh, I told you I was going to a concert and you said, who are you going to see? I said, the Lumineers. He said, uh, he said he said, 'Oh, Oh, uh are where at? You you're expecting me to say like some little bar and I was like, uh, no. We're going to where the you know <clears throat> the Indiana Pacers play. <laughs> he I looked say. at me like, What?
5: Yeah.
2: Are you serious? Where the Pacers play like is that a big basketball team? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it kinda blew your mind that you know Lumineers were playing, yeah, you know, that big of a stage. But
5: yeah,
2: uh, they. I mean, they put on a hell of a show. I, I think they even sound better, you know, live than they do on an album. Yeah, which is not something that you see very often. But
1: what about the people? Did you feel like you were sandwiched in? No. Okay. No,
2: no, it wasn't that bad.
1: Or you just didn't uh, like get in that area? no, I did.
2: I, I did. Uh, the only one I didn't do like like that was for Zach Bryan.
1: Because you knew it was going to be insane. I knew it was going
2: to be rough, and I wasn't going to be able to get anywhere close to the front, so I just didn't even I didn't try it. That, and I also, I seen a guy that I used to go to college with. Um, I ran, well, he had asked me, I think he put on Facebook, you know, is anybody going to the Pilgrimage Festival? And I messaged him. I said, yeah, we're going. He said, hey, if you want me to, uh, yeah, just be nice, like, to meet up. We were in the same, yeah, business fraternity together. Okay. And it had been since, yeah, 2007 since I'd seen him, probably, so. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, oh. 15 years. Cool. So, yeah, we got into hang out a little bit. He he came over there during the Nathaniel Reliff and the Night Sweats uh, concert, and he hung out a little bit there which they had already played the majority of their hits i knew it was gonna get really bad on the zach bryan show yeah. and that was the only show left at that point so yeah we went over and we sat in the old folks you know section and i say <laughs> in the very 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 back yeah, you know, close to the exit there's a little area where you could bring like a blanket Sit down there with your family or with your friends, or just whatever, just kinda chill out and not have to stand up the whole time. You could actually you know sit there if you wanted to. Which when you know, Zach was playing everybody stood up. Yeah. But some people, you know, sat down from time to time. The biggest you know, drawback I had about you know uh, a pilgrimage was all the intoxicated people.
1: Yeah, didn't you say that he had to stop the show multiple times from people like passing out? Three times,
2: and what would happen is, you know, everything would be going good, and all of a sudden, all of these yeah cell phone lights would shine up into the sky in one area. You know, yeah, got his attention. He would look out there, and he was like, he's like, all right, we need a yeah medic. Uh, the emergency response team, you know, whatever. I don't even remember what he called them, but everybody's shining their lights. <laughs> like it was, it's like in a cartoon, you know. Like yeah. when somebody Like, this is a bad analogy, but like when somebody dies, and you got, like, the firemen coming in with the ladder, all <laughs> holding on to the same ladder, yeah. and they run up. Right. And they scoop the person up, flop them on the ladder, and then pull them out. Yeah. And then it it starts back as it was before, and that's exactly what it was like. Right. And he had to stop three times, but yeah, you know, I did give us Jimmy. His name was Jimmy from the crowd. He had a sign. Was, you know, a lot of people out there saying it's my birthday.
1: Yeah, you know, you know how everybody says yeah. it's their birthday trying those to those things. That connection.
2: Yeah, so he. Uh, I'm trying to think. It said during the first two you know, times that he had to stop because, like, somebody passed out or whatever. That's all he did was read signs. On the last one, there was a guy who had been holding a sign up the whole time, and it said, uh, it's my birthday. I mean, yeah uh, 20th birthday is what it was. He said, I've always wanted to play you know heading south that's the song i want <laughs> i'm on guitar so he acknowledged him he said you know can you play it he said yeah he said do you want to play it on stage and he said yeah so he brought yeah, him up right and he played it
1: yeah i seen the video
2: it was a little sloppy yeah yeah so it was still not wise. bad for the first bad. time
1: in front of what? How many people? Uh,
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how I to. Mean, how wow.
1: To, <laughs> Could you imagine? Like,
2: I never did hear how many people were at that show. Yeah.
1: I I myself, I mean, I would have, uh, <laughs> you know, wow, you know.
2: Yeah. But, he, yeah, he didn't, it, it wasn't bad.
1: Speaking of that, did you see the comment of um, the guy who got pulled on stage at Parker's show? Yeah, on he TikTok. commented on our stuff. Yeah, yeah like he found cool. our stuff. And, yeah, he's like, yeah, man, I get it. But I appreciate y'all talking about me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he wasn't bad either. Right. You know? Yeah. He just hollered Louisville at Rupp Arena.
2: Yeah, it was real stupid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> man, it really, yeah. it so really we had makes to you rude against it him. A I a actually don't hate Louisville. But
2: yeah, as a Kentucky fan, you have to kind of. But that's. It was. Aunt Rupp. You don't do yeah. that rup. Rupp. Yeah. That's like going to the cemetery and, yeah, pissing on Rupp's grave. You don't do <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> oh, me. Uh, so, but I did want to talk about, you know, War and Treaty. I don't guess we're going to do the no, album review. Probably tonight. probably
1: not because we're into an hour.
2: Yeah, because I wasn't, expecting, I wasn't yeah. expecting Bradley to call. So. I know. That is so <laughs> it was, cool. It was awesome. I'm kind of a little <laughs>
1: starstruck over that. Yeah. I was like, wow. So,
2: <laughs> it's, but, uh, so I did want to talk about you know Warren Treaty he absolutely and her they make the most beautiful sound together they will stop you in your tracks
1: do you, let me ask you this <clears throat> before you go too deep Um, do you feel like maybe they're like <clears throat> dang do you feel like they're in the right category? Do you feel like they're more country or are they more soulful?
2: I don't know why that can't be the same thing.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it is. But I just feel like, do you think they're in the right category to flourish with their talent? I mean, it happened well for Chris Stapleton because Mm. a a part of him is full-blown country. He's got soul, But he's got that soul, too.
2: I think what...
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, are they marketing them the right way?
2: I think what they need to work on, and I think, you know, it's possible that's what they're doing. They're trying to market, you know, a, a country a different way. For years, I know you've loved country music forever, but for years, there's been a stigma when it came to country music that it automatically turned me off. I didn't want to hear it if it was country. Did not want to hear it because it was going to be you know cookie cutter. It was going to be the same format, <clears throat> same topics. And we're
1: almost fu- out of that. Yeah, I, I feel well,
2: like. I think they're actually allowing it to change now.
1: Well, and the only reason is because you know all of these independent artists. Like, yeah. if you're if they're not going to buy into it, then they'll just go do it themselves. Yeah, if they're not going to buy in, they're going to take over. I mean, have you seen an artist? And I'm not saying that Zach is as great as Elvis Presley. Right. But have you seen an artist that has been in it this long that is now headed into football stadiums? No. Well. I mean. Here's what. Morgan Wallen's been around longer than Zach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean.
2: He's doing that. But, you know, Zach's not the only one, though.
1: Well. You, I feel like right now, if, if you put the most three popular concert people, you're going to have Taylor Swift at number one. Mm-hmm. Then it's going to be a tough draw between Morgan and Zach.
2: Uh, you got I Beyonce. Like. Well. You got a factor in Beyonce. Yeah,
1: but I'm talking about origins of country. When you when you look country I anymore. mean, if you oh no, but that's where she started. But I'm yeah. saying like she's probably the top ticket right no. now. Like any you kind can of go, music, she's in. You can go on Ticketmaster right now, and they don't even have tickets for resale.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. And
1: any other artist, you can find them. You may have to pay three times what they're worth. Uh, but it, like with it, her, if there's it's not three a times.
2: Price you're at. lucky. <laughs> I mean,
1: if her tickets are priceless. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and. You don't see that with a lot of other artists. Hell no. Any.
2: No. What she's doing right now... But have you heard about her shows?
1: Yeah, they're insane.
2: Yeah. I mean... She has put so much into them.
1: Right. And see, that was kind of my connection with uh, Chesney in the beginning, years and years ago. He was into every way that the light was shaped and the area of stage that he's going to be on... You know, and she's that way.
2: She's reimagined it. Though. Yeah,
1: and you have fans that have had memories with every single song that she's singing, mm-hmm. and like, she'll probably never do this type of tour again because she's singing songs from the beginning right. to now. Well,
2: here's what her tour right now—it's so special for one reason. It's not it's not a show. It's not just a concert. It's a happening. It's an occurrence. It's an event that is once in a lifetime. Yeah. Ultimately that's what you're paying for. You got these people who are spending <clears throat> yeah, twenty, thirty grand. Oh, to it's go. insane. But and I agree, I wouldn't I could I I couldn't spend that much. But I wouldn't either but what they're getting to witness the production that she's put into this the teams there's no telling what she's had to pay for every single show because I don't even know that she has power techniques you know
1: yeah I don't know she probably does
2: it's like the IT that's in on this Like
1: holograms. Oh yeah. And her jumping into the stage like it's a pool. Yeah. You know, and the mechanics that pull her from one side to the other. Then they bring her out in a road case. I mean, it's just you know, it's the wardrobe changes.
2: It's Mm -hmm. amazing. It's a spectacle. It is. It is unprecedented.
1: And I feel like I wish there was more people that could go witness it that like want to know her as a person because i feel like you learn more from the beginning to the end because she's playing everything from the beginning yeah. to current you right. know yeah but you this is for the people these are for the die hard fans that i don't even know if sure. it's that's
2: it i think it's for i think it's just for anybody i don't i don't well, think yeah, you have to be but, a fan of her just I'm because just of saying. what she's doing
1: you know like uh I don't know. But if
2: you are a diehard fan, that's the yeah. only reason it would really justify you spending that amount of money.
1: Yeah. You'd know, It'd have to be a I, little crazy.
2: I honestly, I don't even think that a lot of people are going for the music. I don't think it's a connection with the music. I think it's just a connection with what's happening. They realize this is a powerful experience that is in their neighborhood or not. It's across the country but it's happening only a few times and they have to shell out that amount of money in order for them to be able to experience it. I know a few people that are going to multiple shows, but it's not easy. You know, like it's not, you have to understand what you're getting in order to spend that kind of money and I'm not saying I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan I I like some of the songs I think she's a brilliant songwriter but it just doesn't speak to me and that's that's okay I mean even my wife she doesn't listen to Taylor Swift all the time but she knows a lot of Taylor Swift songs and what she yeah really looks she is huge into yeah Travis and uh, yeah Taylor there is she calls him yeah a a trailer have you heard about all that yeah football player Yeah. Why do you say it like that? I don't know. He's a nice, he's a cool guy.
1: To be honest, I mean, it kind of sucks that these prices, I mean, people keep paying them, so they're going to just keep going up. I mean, it takes takes everything away from your basic hardworking family. It does. That their kids want to go witness a -hmm. concert for the first time. I mean, uh, it's insane.
2: She's not a first-time concert. No,
1: but... I'm saying, no, like. I know what you're
2: saying. I I completely understand. Yeah. My daughter's 14. She's never been, but
1: she's probably not going to get a go unless I want to go get a loan at the bank. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. And I'm sure there are families out there doing that. And you should not do that. They are. (laughs) Because, you know, you have to live for the next years, you know. She'll have more shows in the future. Yeah. Yeah. See if you can't accrue that kind of wealth in the meantime
1: I told you I got to see her open for Eric Church yeah I mean and if I would have known how big she would have been I would have <laughs> tried to video a little bit more of her I thought you are going to or try. at least get a photo with her or something you know
2: I thought you are going to say you're going to try to you know get in a relationship with her <laughs> yeah you. i mean you know it could have been you if she was writing some of them songs it could about have been. it
1: could have been <laughs> you know but as long as people keep paying it it's gonna keep going through the roof yeah no matter what but it's, i
2: mean i'm not gonna complain about that show and it being expensive it should be yeah from all that i've heard it should be that expensive
1: well i mean i feel like 500 dollars a person would be great for yeah. taylor yeah but like, I mean, people paying ten thousand. Even if I had it, ten thousand to get one seat. I mean,
2: as far as, uh, I mean, what's it, what's it even called? Uh, Eris. No, no, no not. Oh. The, I ain't talking about the tour. I'm talking about the, yeah, uh, you know, the original face value of the ticket. How much is it? Do you know?
1: I have no clue.
2: Because. I mean, that's all she's responsible for is yeah, face value.
1: Yeah. She's not making that extra 10,000 no. per person. After
2: that, it's, it's on, it's on, um. but you got to think about it. If you buy one ticket and you can mark it up. Yeah. To the nth percentage, then that's a year's salary that you're making in two seconds. You know, I can't say that I, I wouldn't do it too, but, I don't know if you, but it's just so. I agree with you. It's making it into an elitist opportunity. Is only the elite of the elite are able to afford you know, to go to that show.
1: Well, yeah, and it, but it said just a little broad search on it, so they range about three hundred and fifty nine dollars a piece, and then overnight those same seats jump to $3,000. Right. If you have an opportunity to buy them. Yeah. But like like I was saying, I mean, you can't... I'm just going to do a StubHub search on it and see. Yeah. If you could have a free front row seat to anybody in the music industry, who would it be?
2: Oh, I don't even know that I can answer that right now. Yeah. I'd have to think about it. What about you?
1: I mean... I listen Kenny to Chesson I again. listen to a lot of Zach Bryan. I really yeah. do. But I'm kind of going down this Jackson Dean trail right now. Yeah. I, I mean. would
2: probably pick Tyler Childers or Sturgill. Yeah. Or Stapleton. But uh I, I I I just enjoy yeah, Tyler more than any of them, I think. Well, Sturgill's not released new no music in years. It's I just I don't want him to just come back.
1: So actually, you could go see Taylor in Argentina, for one hundred fifty-six dollars a piece.
2: Yeah, Argentina. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you had means, that would be the why not go do it.
2: And honestly, that would be the most intelligent. Is that you know front row? Uh,
1: it's actually it doesn't say. It says quantity. Let me act like I'm gonna buy. One. I mean, that's
2: because that would be interesting to know. <laughs> yeah, front row seats. Out of country, you can make a you know, a vacation out of it. It's cheap no, enough. it says
1: your view, so they're not front row. Uh, no, but yet. they're they're decent, right? I mean, you're on the ground, but you're all the way in the back, and that's my thing about being on the floor. I feel like if you're not in the first five rows, you're yeah. just wasting money.
2: On um, the yeah, I agree with that.
1: But anyways, I'm telling you what, I'm wore out. I went to bed at one. Woke <laughs> you look up at wore five, out. and it's. It's been a hell of a week. Yeah. And then this house too. I've I i do not have a room to go sit down like on a couch and
5: no, let yeah. my mind decompress. Construction. Yeah,
1: like I have a bedroom that has a bed in it. Well, yeah. you know how to you can't sit on a bed. No. You can you know what you need to do? You need what? to
2: bundle up, go sit on the front porch.
1: I need to do something. Get I need you a to cigar. like mentally decompress. Yeah. And I don't know how to do that cuz i got like all these irons in the fire and like mm. i'm standing back watching people put more in <laughs> and i'm like all right i'm going to have to sacrifice something all right it's coming at some, something's going to be sacrificed at some
2: point you got to you got to stop letting people just shove stuff into you you know yeah
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no yeah
1: all right, that's all I got, folks.
2: All right, he's he's out. He is checked out. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: you got anything you want to talk about? I wasn't even done. We have about some the very cool. You pulled it off the.
1: We have some very cool guests coming up. I mean, do you want to end the pilgrimage with anything special that you took away from it?
2: Uh, I mean, I was just gonna. What else? I was gonna talk about somebody else. I know you said else. the
1: cons and the pros.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I was going to talk about somebody else though.
1: Well, um, didn't oh, you, oh, you seen the guy from Yellowstone?
2: I did, I did. Uh, Lucas Grimes.
1: Yeah, said he was pretty good.
2: He he seemed to be a nice guy.
1: Yeah, well-rounded person.
2: Yeah. Um, he seemed extremely sincere. I I you know, kind of feel like he thought to himself that he didn't uh, yeah, deserve to be up there. And I would have to agree with him. Um, compared to the other people who were performing, he was not on the same level. But he's still very, very new in it, so he's not going to be on that level. If it's something he's really passionate about, he's just going to keep going. And eventually he'll you know, get there. Or he won't, but he's, he's a hell of an actor. He doesn't have to get there. Yeah, so my wife's excited just because she got to see him, you know, because yeah. you know, she says he's hot. So, but he, I mean, he wasn't bad. It was entertaining. I didn't know any, you know, any of his songs, so that was okay. But
1: yeah, so your wife had a pretty good time. Yeah. What uh, about the parking? What, what? I mean, was it awful?
2: I cannot speak on that uh, because. When we bought our tickets, we didn't realize we got this. (laughs) We bought our tickets. My wife bought them off some aftermarket little thing. Somebody just couldn't go. They sent us a parking pass. Really? It was from the ADA parking. Which is the disability yeah, thing. I don't want to
1: advertise that.
2: <laughs> so we, we, we parked me. one row outside of the fence.
1: Oh my gosh. At least tell me you limped. I limped the in. whole damn time, man. Okay.
2: <laughs> my knee was killing me. Uh, That's what I told my wife. So I was like, man, I got to start limping. <laughs> we get close to this gate, I got to start limping.
1: That's so, crazy. But,
2: yeah, I did. I limped. Wow. <laughs> so,
1: I mean, are, are you excited that you experienced it and paid good money for it?
2: Yeah, we actually didn't spend that much. Really? Yeah. I think it was like you know, $200 for both of us. For both days? Yeah, 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 yeah. Aftermarket.
1: Damn. Yeah, I thought y'all spent like 6 dollars a piece.
2: No. We spent more on the hotel than we did on the tickets.
1: So, you did find a place?
2: Finally. Good deal. But it was expensive.
1: Yeah, like how much?
2: Um, four hundred a night. When we Damn. stayed one night.
1: Can't hide money.
2: We didn't spend it on the on the tickets.
1: <laughs> True. I want to talk now. Y'all had to go somewhere and eat nice because if your wife's going, we
2: actually didn't.
1: Y'all didn't plan. We no, ate there. Really?
2: Yeah, mm. we had brunch. Sunday morning.
1: Because I know you told me she likes to... Man,
2: we stopped at Burger King on the way back. Okay. <laughs> because she had to be at work yeah. early the next morning. I did too, so...
1: I love me some Burger King. I don't... Burger King and Dairy Queen. They're the only two places like that royalty, don't give huh? me... The... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's the king or the, or the queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they're the only two places that don't have MSG in their food. So, like, I know it's safe for me to eat there. If I eat KFC chick-fil-a zaxby's Mm. mcdonald's there's a chance that i could be down tomorrow
5: that's
2: wild
1: it is very wild and it kind of sucks because Mm -hmm. there you know there was a moment in my life where i wasn't spending money right
2: and you weren't aware of it
1: no well there was a moment in my life where i didn't have a lot of money so which i don't i still don't right but you're doing better yeah and like i had to eat off the dollar menu At McDonald's. Yeah. And like now, it's not worth it. I just go hungry versus having a headache. Dude,
2: I'm in the mindset. You know? I still eat off a dollar menu if I eat at a fast food joint just because I'm like, it all goes the same place. I will
1: tell you something about fast or about eating out though. Last Friday, my kids were on uh, fall break mm -hmm. and we didn't go nowhere and it seemed like everybody else did go somewhere. Yeah. So I took Friday off and I took them out to eat for lunch mm-hmm. somewhere nice. Mm-hmm. We went to Texas Roadhouse in Bowling Green. Yeah, man, their food is so good. It's,
2: it's very good.
1: That's the first time that I ate there. I got the New York steak. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was good. Yeah. So if y'all want to sponsor the show, I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> it is a Lexington, yeah, yeah. A, a base company. Oddly it was, enough, it was really good. Yeah, though. it is good.
1: You know. You got anything else you want to say?
2: I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I I don't think think so at all. Yeah. It's been so scattered. I don't even know what we covered.
1: Yeah. We got a lot of guests coming up, and we're about to get back to the artist reviews.
2: Right. Right. Those are coming up. I've been working on a few. I
1: figured after the award show's over, we can focus more on that. And that's when? November.
2: November what
1: day? 4th or 7th. It's on a Tuesday, whichever one it lands it's on. It's the
2: same week. Okay. Pretty
1: sure it's a Tuesday. All right. Because the first is on a Wednesday. It could even be the second. But I believe you. Anyways, it's coming up. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get out of well, here. Well,
2: folks, we appreciate you. Thank you for everything you do. Without you, we would not be here. So uh, stay safe. God bless. Remember to like, share, rate, review. <laughs> I forgot that part. Subscribe. Tell your friends, neighbors, cousins, brothers, sisters. Everybody, we love you. Hasta mañana.
0: Calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch you all next time.